0: By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, Dr. Vivian E. Moore. I hope everyone had a great week. And I hope you are having an even better weekend, all right? So we're going to get straight to today's show. The title is Hypnotic. And the topic is Developing Engaging Dialogue. I can't tell you how important that is. In fact, it is the most important thing about any story. And that is luring your readers in by engaging and immersing them deep uh, through the characters and dialogue. All right, so it's it's magical, and and sometimes um it has that hypnotic effect um in its actions, but it is not nefarious. Okay, um, what it is is a skill. Um, it is the ability um, to engage and to hold your readers captive, but voluntarily. All right, <laughs> so you know every great author um they they have the power to captivate readers and, and transporting them into, um, a world that is filled with dialogue and that is crucial in achieving this immersion. All right. So, um, today, um, you know, let's, let's talk about the significance of crafting hypnotic dialogue that, that leaves readers always wanting more. So first of all, we want to talk about the power of engaging dialogue. All right. So, Um, engaging dialogue can, um, you know, it can breathe life into any story and it connect the readers, uh, you know, on a, on a deeper level, uh, with your characters. Uh, what it does is it it serves as a window, uh, into their thoughts and their emotions and, and their motivations. So that dialogue, um, it allows readers to witness, if you will, conversations and, and their interactions, uh, that reveal, those complexities uh of your characters making them relatable and guess what multi-dimensional because that is so important as well. All right so the second thing we want to talk about is uh creating realistic and authentic dialogue. Well, we know that, that is, <laughs> that's crucial too um to have something that is relatable and uh you know not so far-fetched that you lose your readers. So creating conversations um, that feel genuine and authentic to the characters in their world. Uh, we know how key that is to developing engaging dialogue. So, um, so I want to share, if you if you will allow me to, uh, a few tips to help you achieve this goal. All right. So, number one is, you need to know your characters inside and out, and you should know your characters inside and out because you are the one that has created them. So you should know every something about the characters they develop more later into the story about them. But still, you have an overall idea of who your characters are and, uh, and the story that you want them to tell. So in order to do that, you need to create dialogue that feels real and, and you must have an understanding, again, I say, of your characters. And you need to spend time uh, getting to know their personalities and their backgrounds and, and what their motivations are because, you know, you need to consider how they speak and, and what's unique about them, their quirks and all of those things. And also their individual speech patterns. So, you know, if you're writing a book uh, that takes place, you know, not necessarily in the South, but somewhere else, you need to have those dialects down. Okay. So and make them believable because if you're going to write about a place that you've never been to before, then you need, it needs to be, uh, those characters' voices need to be as authentic as you can get them. So you really, really, really need to do your research. All right. But what it does is it will uh, enable you to infuse their dialogue with more authenticity. So the second tip that I have for you is to um, to use subtext and and those implied meanings. All right. So uh, we know that real life conversations are they are rarely straightforward. And, uh, you know, people often, they they convey those hidden meanings, okay? They always have those double entendres, as they say, uh, and those emotions and tensions through subtext. So you have to be able to read between the lines, basically, is what I'm telling you. So, uh, you know, just embrace this complexity in your dialogue by allowing characters to say one thing while implying another, all right? So that adds depth and intrigue to their conversations. Um, and it also keeps the readers, um, you know, locked in on that story and, uh, and while they're locked in on that story, you know, in their heads, they're trying to figure out what's going on, what's really going on. All right. So, you know, they're trying to decipher the true meaning behind those words. All right. So the third tip is the pain that we've talked about before, and, uh, and we, will again, you know, necessary. So, you know, but just like in real life, dialogue should have its rhythm, um, and its pace and uh, those varying speeds and those tones of um, the conversations that that help to uh, establish the mood and uh, and it also reveals the tension and uh, and it it creates that natural flow. We want that you know to take place. We don't want a story dialogue to be hard to follow or the plot to be hard to follow if it's not paced and it does not set the right tone so, You know, short and snappy exchanges, they, they can, uh, you know, increase the excitement and the urgency while slower and uh, more contemplative, uh, well, I just fluffed that up, didn't I? Contemplative dialogues, uh, can build anticipation and then it can add to character development. All right. So my fourth tip is show and don't tell. All right. We're not in elementary school where, where we have show and tell day in writing that doesn't work. All right. So. Uh, If you want your dialogue to be effective, um, it is often more about what is than what is explicitly stated. Let me say that again. Effective dialogue is often more about what is than what is explicitly stated. All right. So instead of directly telling readers how a character feels or what they're thinking, show it. All right. Show it through their words and their actions. And what it does is it encourages readers to actively engage with the story and they form their, um, you know, their own interpretations and connections about those characters when they are shown instead of told, all right, through their actions. So, um, and later on, I'm going to give you an example, all right? So what we want to do is avoid uh, those uh, exposing dumps. Or exposition dump, all right. So we want to avoid that. And what basically what that is is that, you know, dialogue should never serve as a vehicle for for an information dump, all right? <laughs> or word salad or however you want to term it. Um, you know, or any information that has just overwhelming amounts of a backstory because you're going to lose your reader, all right. When you take them away from um, from the point that you're trying to make, taking them back to something that, that they really cannot relate to, all right? So instead, uh, you know, use it to reveal information gradually and organically, all right? So in a way that that it feels natural and, that, and it keeps the readers engaged, all right? So let me give you an example of uh, engaging dialogue in case you didn't know. So uh, I have a few examples for you. Um, these illustrations, um, you know, you can apply them however you will, but you know, I'm just putting it out there for you to do with what you want. All right. So example number one, number one is revealing character. So let's, let's do this. We'll have character A and character B. All right. So character A says, um, I can't believe you're late. It's so disrespectful. All right. So you, you can relate to this because there's members in your family that are always late, (laughs) always late. And they never have a good excuse for being late. But anyway, Character B says, well, I've never been good at following someone else's timeline because I prefer to make my own. All right, so we get that. We can relate to that. So, you know, in, in Character Z's frustration with Character B's tardiness, uh, what it does is it reveals their strong desire for punctuality uh, while highlighting their resp- their responsible nature. So on the other hand, Character B's nonchalant response uh, it suggests a more independent and free-spirited personality. Now, if you want to sum it up like that, be my guest, all right? Uh, so, example number two is creating tension. So, again, with character A. So, I thought I could trust you. And then character B, uh, trust is fragile. It's a fragile thing, and it is easily broken, but I never promised to be trustworthy. Did I? Okay. <laughs> So what is character B really saying? Well, you know, this dialogue exchange, it creates tension by introducing doubt into characters A and B's relationship, All right? So what it does is it, it hints at a hidden agenda or past, which leaves the readers intrigued and eager to uncover the truth. All right, so basically what we've learned today through these examples And, uh, through this dialogue that I shared with you, uh, basically what we learned is that developing, um, engaging dialogue is an uh, and it's, it's an essential skill, uh, for any storyteller. All right. You need all of these components in order to, um, make your stories interesting, appealing, intriguing, you know, because you want to bring readers on board and not push them away, not run them away with bad writing. And um, in order to not chase them away with the bad writing, you can create, um, you know, dialogues that mesmerize your readers by infusing um, your character interactions uh, with that authenticity and with that subtext and that pacing uh, that shows rather than tells, okay? We always want to do that. We always want to show rather than tell. Uh, Because it it gives the readers something to, um, you know, to wonder about, you know, what's not being said, you know, in in how we do it. So, you know, remember that dialogue should be powerful. It should be a powerful tool um, to always reveal your character's personalities and their emotions and their motivations. So what you want to do is to always dive into Uh, You know, your story. All right. Dive into their world. Bring the readers into their world because, you know, you're introducing those readers to this story. In essence, you're introducing them to these characters and, and to what's going on inside of their world. So in order to do that, you have to have that engaging conversation, that engaging dialogue that instantly brings them into the story. You know, so that way they don't have to guess for too long what's what's happening, what's going on uh, with those characters when you bring them in. It makes them feel like that they're part of it. So, you know, the best way and the only way to do that is to let your characters speak, let their voices be heard, and watch as your readers become deeply immersed in your narrative. All right, so folks, that is the show for today. I hope you found something that was helpful uh, in today's, um, lesson, <laughs> if you will, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. Um, and, uh, and I, I hope that it was, um, you know, that you will use these tips that I've given you, um, uh, because that's why I'm here, you know, to offer, um, you know, tips and, and, and suggestions and things of that nature. That's what this show is all about book chat. We talk about books, yes, but we talk about the components Of how uh, stories become books. So, you know, we we talk about the the beginnings of books. We may not talk about books directly, but we talk about all those things that go into creating a book. All right. So that's why it's called book chat. But anyway, um, you know, I want to leave you wanting more. So that is my goal. And I hope that you will continue to listen, like, and share because that is equally important to the survival of this podcast. All right. So I thank you uh, for tuning in and I know that you will like it, that you will listen and that you will share. I appreciate that so very much. And as I always say, uh, tell those how you feel about them the most uh, today because tomorrow is not promised. Uh, Today may be the only chance you get to say it. So on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back. Until the next time you hear my voice, God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things.